You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We started with thousands and thousands of applicants. We went down to 40. We went down to 13. And week by week by week, we came down to the final four. Yeah. And it was decided tonight on the Tough Enough finale, After Buzz TV. We're covering it for you. Watching live on AfterBuzzTV.com, the YouTube AfterBuzz page. Of course, listen and like on iTunes and SoundCloud. Five stars. Subscribe. All that good stuff. Welcome, everybody. I am Christian Rosenberg. Follow me on Twitter at Real Rosenberg. I can let me try that again. <laughs> at Real Rosenberg. I was just preparing to plug my shirt at slash Christian Rosenberg. The lovely lady next to me at Christian Reports. It's Miss Christy Olson. Hello, everybody. Over there, looking oh so dapper and it's suave. The at I... Steve Kaufman. It's Steve Kaufman. <laughs> Thank you. It's at Steve Kaufman. K U F M A N N. This is my nicest blue shirt. Yeah, and then in a vest and a tie, it's at Giormosa, George Mosa. The road to 400 followers begins as I broke 300 just mere days ago. Last week, you were on the road to 300. Look yeah, now I'm on the road to 400 followers. Hashtag. Road to 400. That's the real revolution these days. <laughs> also, no, no diva revolution. No. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's it's the George revolution. Right. So, guys, this was the finale. The grand finale. Wait, grand, this was the last episode of the season. Wait, Steve. they weren't going to do like those. No, four, it's not a joke. Those four people aren't just going to keep doing shows next week. No, 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 they're not. No, the barracks is shut down. Oh, they've already thrown everything out of it. I. I need to go make some plans. I thought I was going to be here next week. <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, let's break, let's break down this episode because he really is we, making plans. We, he's actually <laughs> yeah, like opening up his notebook. <laughs> so we actually had some matches tonight. And we use the term loosely, but it's okay. So heading into the episode, we get you know a shot at the barracks after the latest elimination, where Amanda continues to imply the big controversy that came on last week in Tough Talk when Amanda was implying that Sarah was doing some some physical abilities to get her way to the top in which they used a inside wrestling term that is now officially banned from the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't. That did surprise me too. Yeah, like, yeah. like of all the terms that are banned, that one wasn't. Like they're usually pretty extensive on the inside terms that are banned. And we do have to mention the inside term that we are talking about is the term ring rat, which in wrestling terms means you know someone who is is fairly easy. A groupie. A groupie. A wrestling groupie. Which is mostly that hang around, you know, the wrestlers, you know, kind of hang out outside, whether it's outside the, the venue or maybe in the hotel. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you see a lot of them when they're at WWE's in town. Whenever WWE's oh, in yeah. town, there are different ones in every every city. Every hotel, Desperate every ladies bar. with some time on their hands. Well, I mean, well, same thing when any pro sports teams come in town, yeah. any pop singers, rock singers come in town. It's the same thing. Yeah. So, I here's the thing. Sarah Lee, as far as we know, is in a steady, committed relationship to one wrestler in Detroit. I think I don't. We do, I, I don't know that. She that said it from the beginning that, that was she was steady, a, like, like, like her boy, her boyfriend was an yeah. indie wrestler Mark, in Michigan. Or, and Mark, but I mean, the, Mark, the casting director, was here on episode one, was saying because mm-hmm. he, he was and he was saying that had she told him and had she told them in earlier on in the forty, he would have made the top forty. Because they would have wanted that as a gimmick. They, yeah, they would have loved that. Mm-hmm. To have them both in the barracks together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's just weird to me that she didn't really deny it. That was more like, wow. Because Amanda but was like... She's, but she's not... She's not like a go-getter enough. That's the wrong... She's not aggressive enough to tell Amanda, I'm not going to confirm or deny that because it's none of your business. And I'm done talking to you about it. I took it as more of an admission. Not that I, there's anything wrong with that. That too. Because I would be more than happy to be a ring rat for some of these divas. Um, <laughs> you're, you're not? I wish I was. Trust me. And since the finale, hashtag creepy George. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one you know, hooking up with all the divas and I'm creepy. Um, but, yeah, I wish actually. But, yeah, I just didn't see her deny it. I just thought I was like, oh, you gotta, you gotta save face or something, you know? I just can't believe that slut shaming has become a topic yeah. of conversation here on I Twitter. know, right? <laughs> right? I mean, listen, there's always been something a little off about Sarah Lee to me. I just am immediately suspicious whenever someone plays this angelic. I'm Whenever someone says to me, I'm the girl next door, my response is going to be, what are you doing when the lights are off? You know what I mean? That- so I was not surprised to hear any of this. And you know, I never liked her anyway. And uh, wow, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Regard- if, if this is true, I I would not uh, think that this is a positive thing. And, regardless, uh, that's much regardless, it was super shady and messed up for Amanda to bring it up. Like bring it up, but bring it up on the main show because it's one thing to be on Tough Talk and then it winds up on the internet a little. How like I would say less people watch Tough Talk than watch the show on USA. Mm-hmm. She knew the cameras were rolling. She knew mm-hmm. they were on the back. She knew this was going to be more than likely the opening segment of next week. Hey, um, what about that stuff we talked about with your extracurriculars with the with the boys? And like the way Amanda approached this, and I wrote down, I want a Tanner Patrick level fight mm-hmm. between Sarah Lee and Amanda because that's none of Amanda's business. She's mad because none of this is fair. None of it's been fair that Sarah is still there when Amanda is so much better than her. And so this is another thing she sees is, oh, it's not fair. Now Sarah's going to get something else because yeah. she's sleeping with the I, right I person. Like, that I think she's just so incredulous I, at this point I think at about this point, Sarah Lee. Whether or not it's true, and again, there's nothing wrong with Sarah with whatever she does outside of whatever, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. in no ways am I trying to shame her at all. You no. do you, girl. You no. know, you do you. But I think to, to the point where Amanda, she knew she was losing. So she's like, well, I gotta do whatever it takes. I'm not saying that what she did was right or wrong. I'm saying from her mentality, I think it was just, I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to win this contract. I bet you the way Amanda looks, people accuse her of doing that because she apparently is quite accomplished. And so I bet you this time she's just like, yeah, nobody's gonna say that about me because it's her who's doing it and I'm gonna make sure everybody knows yeah. about it. I was just 
flat out disgusted by the fact that she brought this up. Really, yeah. you guys? But come on, like the divas are uh, role they're, they're role models, and it's very important right. that, and they, if you're that ro- they ride the line. No, but if you're, a ro- if you're a role model, if you're a role model, you don't call someone else a slut. Oh well, okay. There's that. That's a good point. There's also if you're if you're a role model, you don't. And you're, if you're a role model and all the divas are a team, mm-hmm. another diva doesn't call you out on something that might not yes, possibly exactly. make you a role model. I, and oh I'm not my. saying there's anything wrong with... You guys are making with, good points. And <laughs> to be fair, I this has been a week and I've yet to hear I've yet to hear like one confirmed like oh she's a complete ring rat. Like I've yet to hear one of those stories about Sarah Lee. Yeah, but guys, heard, we can't we I've can't use that term anymore. Remember, so no, we can. Oh, we can. Afterbus can use it. Breaking that news. Is, that is not on an Afterbus TV list of <laughs> confirmed insider terms. You can't use. I know because I say some of them, and they wind up on the list. Got it. <laughs> I'm well aware of the list. It's a title belt, not a belt. That that no, it's a, champi- it's a championship it's a title. What do you mean, damn it? A belt holds up your pants. <laughs> All right, so let's get into that the next day. Reasoning why he I would just like to belt. point out that we spent eight minutes talking about promiscuous women, and I think that I have rubbed off on all of you. Real, real I'm quick, just saying. George spent half the total Divas show talking about who's banging who, and I, you guys have me in real, real quick, show. Real quick in the chat room, Da Rodriguez, I'm thinking. I'm not ignoring your question. I'm okay. thinking. I think it's the Miz, but I'm trying okay. to see if well, the Miz people, For people who wanted to know, because they're listening, might not be in the chat roll, Da Rodriguez <laughs> in the chat roll had a terrific question for George, wondering which one of the past Tough Enough competitors has been in WWE the longest. I'm trying to think if it's anyone longer than the Miz who's been in there for like 10 years. So Maybe it was a long I'm time. Disgusting. Maven wasn't 10 years. Maven's in there. Because Maven was in 01. He was not there until 2011. Um, Are you sure? He was there till late 2000, like 2009, 2010. But that's not 2011. No, but it's 10 years for the Miz, at least. Let's talk about that for a while, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's get into Jericho helping the final right? four, well, helping them create their characters. Here's something I said. What did um, you say, are, Steve? Is there no office space at the cre- at the performance center? No, their desks are in a ring. <laughs> they, they just have so many they have so many rings that it's like if you need to set up an office, you just set it up in the ring. It's just their in-ring office. No big deal. That's Triple H's in-ring office is the um the buried alive. Oh, oh, and by the way, I think I have the answer to that trivia question. I think it's well, Josh it's... Matthews. But well, anyway, oh, that would have been the him. answer, yeah. So, uh, Chris Jericho, he's helping them kind of create your character, your entrance, figure out the music, your promo. I will say this. what That that one fits as far as a guy who should be that giving that kind of advice. Absolutely. Chris yes. Jericho is the best Absolutely. guy for that. Without a doubt. One of the best guys. So, Jericho is helping them to kind of break down with the individual. <laughs> and we got to point out, we had a sighting of our dear friend... Brian Smiley Katz. Yes. Former After Buzz Monday Night Raw host, now associate producer at NXT, was one of the guys at that table helping them create their gimmicks. What up, Smiley? Act, act like you knew him, guys. Hi. Yeah. I knew him. Yeah, you were actually here for him. I was not here. <laughs> I wasn't here for him. I just knew him from before. Del Rodriguez said I was right. I thought he no, said that he was, was wrong. Right. I thought no, that was, was right. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was, no, Josh Matthews was there forever. Yeah. You're welcome. I just, well, I, I just mean, took your gimmick. No, I mean, I mean, you answered it faster than you. That doesn't yes. mean I wasn't gonna know it. <laughs> it isn't stumped. It's stumped George. Not answer faster than George. Wow, someone's so. in the Nile. All of a, su- all of a sudden, that road to four hundred. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Road no, to no. back to world to one hundred. <laughs> 
The Nile, the Nile, not just the river in Egypt. So, <laughs> um, they're back in the barracks after they had their little meeting with with Jericho, and all three judges show up to let the competitors know they are not having a match against each other, but they are having matches against superstars and divas. The girls are facing WWE diva Alicia Fox. Bad idea. And the guys are facing freaking Cesaro. When I heard it was Alicia Fox, I was like, bad idea. Why is that? Really? Uh, she was no. my guest. I figured that's who it was going to be. Who, really? who would you prefer mm-hmm. them to have faced? Natalia. That would also work. That would be cool. <laughs> she, she might have be no there. reason to promote Here's, Natty right now. But, well, that's what it needs to be. You need to promote them. Here's why I thought they were going to be where SmackDown is tonight, which I believe is Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, Don't, somewhere new, new, uh, northeast. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere very northeast. Because you don't have Miz, you don't have Paige, now you don't have Alicia Fox, now you don't have Cesaro for SmackDown tonight, wherever SmackDown is. I I think it would have been a better move. And then these guys would have had this match in front of that crowd. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that. Well, here's the other thing. They tweeted this out like the day after Tough Enough last week. Yeah. It would have been much better... If they kept it hidden, and we just found out on the show, yes, because I've been like, "Oh crap!" They're actually like wrestling, but, like actual superstars and divas. But they wanted you to watch. The but the show. world of social media, of they, course, is all going to come they, out and everything. They wanted you to watch the show, so you can vote in the five minute window you have to vote, because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's how they're gonna. That's how they can sell ads. Because yeah. you need to be watching live. Yeah. So let's break down these matches. Yeah. First let's. match, Alicia Fox versus Amanda, known as Mandy Rose. Now Bad start. Now we're gonna well hold on, hold on. Let's preface this. We weren't expecting anyone to be perfect. They've only been doing this for ten weeks. We knew it was gonna be very basic, and we knew there'd be mistakes. That being said. What the hell was Amanda doing? Uh, <laughs> so, so she comes out. So Mandy Rose, so Mandy Rose, that's her gimmick. Fine, she can go by that name. That name's fine. She comes out wearing this, you know, green ensemble. I, what happened to the patent leather? Well, I heard patent leather. That would have been cool. I actually liked. I actually liked the outfit once she took the thing off. I agree. I thought she looked the part. She well, no, she physically looks like a diva, half, and that's half the. But her you were absolutely was, right. Her entrance was off, and she's her her quote unquote character. How she talked about she plays a character on yeah. this show was not the character that she was with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was smiling. She was Sarah Lee. She was smiling and waving to the damn crowd the what entire about, what time. About her promo. Her promo sucked. Oh God. Her Literally, promo. What one, one guy in the audience threw her. Well, the, and she was, and she should have been a heel. She should have played heel from go. From like that's been her character this whole show. She should have flat out said, "A lot of you guys don't like me, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Here's why I'm going to win. I am better than Sarah Lee. I might be better than Paige. I'm definitely better than Alicia Fox, and I'm going to prove it to you right now. Drop the microphone. Well, and, and this, she didn't say anything. And that. this this was the part that I didn't really get because they're supposed to be cutting a promo, which means you're supposed to be cutting a promo on your opponent. Yeah. Opponent. opponent. Well, I mean, but opponent. Is, is that what they said though? They, they said you're cutting the promo. Okay. But yeah. but all all of them, not just Amanda, but pretty much all four of them were generally just pleased for people yeah. to vote. Uh-huh. They were making a speech, not yeah. a promo. None of them. None of them to me seemed like promos. Now. 
get into the match. Um, it was exciting to see them finally. It was definitely no, it was definitely exciting, and they they definitely could. You can tell they felt the pressure. Mm-hmm. Some of them did a little better than others. Some like certain moves they did all right. Some not so much. Like Amanda, for example, her bulldog. Yeah. She, that that looked good. It was impressive. The problem is she no sold everything. Yeah. The second she got hit, she popped right back up. She took a side slam, kicked out, popped right back up on her feet. Um, um, Alicia hit a really nasty clothesline on her where she stayed down for a minute and then Alicia went for an elbow Amanda rolled out of the way and then immediately hopped right back yeah. on her feet because yeah. the selling the selling that we're and what we learned with the Chelsea weeks where <laughs> I wasn't taught to sell like this was never a fundamental of Amanda's training mm-hmm. of how to sell that w- even in the times where she got knocked down and she actually sold it when she got knocked down she would drop that and then just pop right back up. But that's she doesn't understand that selling's the whole time. Right, and then and then also when she hit her bulldog when she went for the cover, she hooked the wrong leg. That that happened. I mean, those are obviously little things, but I mean, to me, obviously, again, she's only been doing it ten weeks. I wasn't expecting magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a five star match. Her sunset flip. I will give her props on sunset, that sunset. flip. Looked good. And Steve, you timed the match. What was the time of that match? Two minutes thirty nine seconds and ninety point nine one. So two minutes forty. Okay, I didn't know you had it that exact. <laughs> Sorry, um, but to me, Amanda seemed completely lost the entire time. Mm. And please agree, disagree. George she, has been quiet during this. Like fifty fifty. Honestly, I thought she looked good. I thought she looked the part. So that, no, again, that, she that's... she certainly has the look, no doubt about I, that. I thought she did a little too much overselling in like the first ten seconds. She did no selling in the beginning. She like did something, and she literally like oh 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 like, and now that's it. And after that, obviously, it was like, well, stop selling so much. But I think she stopped selling at all. You watch it back. Like, the first 10 things, she has this, like, thing. She, like, covers her face. She's like, oh, my God, it's, like, the worst well, thing I in the world. Like, she yeah. got a fairly stiff shot to start the match. Good. Off. Yeah. She, that was wake great. up. Welcome. That was good. Like, that exchange was great. And they, they're they telling a decent story. But at the same time, but is Alicia Fox the no story. Is Alicia Fox the heel? How is Alicia Fox the heel when people don't actually like Mandy? Honestly, I think, I think I'm just guessing here, I think they were all maybe... Supposed to be faces. I don't know. That just maybe that would make something sense. I picked up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was impressed by some of Amanda's moves. Well, let, let's get into Sarah's match. So Alicia versus Sarah Lee. Uh, Steve, what was the time on that one? Alicia Sarah Lee was two minutes twenty seven seconds. Point fifteen. Why? Why not? So Sarah's going under the name Hope. Sarah Hope. No, no just Hope. hope. Wait, she, I I thought the time trend said Sarah Hope. It says Sarah. It, it has everybody's Hope. name, and then under it is her ring name. Okay, so she's just going as Hope. I don't yes. like that. Sarah Hope works. I like Sarah Hope or Sarah Lee Hope. I liked I like the name Hope. Honestly, but her name's Sarah already. Like I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with being. People should. I don't know. She should be Sarah Lee Hope. So, she comes out in kind of your kind of like farmer girl outfit. Terrible. I, I, okay. I, all I can think of when I saw thing when I saw Sarah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. <laughs> I, yes. I was actually thinking former tough enough winner Nydia. Yes, the oh, entire time. Same. Um, 
well, listen, it's okay to wear flannel and and denim and the whole thing, but it wasn't fitted well. It wasn't it wasn't no, sexy it wasn't. in any I, way, I shape, or waiting, form. I was waiting for Christy to say this. <laughs> I, I hated it would be weird and sexist for me like too. The way she walked out, she just kind of walked out as plain Jane. Like, Very dude, you gotta you know do something with your arms, do something. She just literally just the way she just walks, like, oh hey, I'm Sarah Lee, I'm Hope. You know, and this is this whole time, this has been my thing with her. People like her because she's non threatening. She's not good at anything. She's not gonna come back at Amanda for saying the wrong thing to her. Like, people just like her because it's easy and it's okay, and you know she's not gonna do anything to, to really upset you. She's not gonna do anything to make you happy either. And she's not gonna give a pleasing performance. Well, be terrible. well, her promo, out of the four, Oh. I think she did the best promo out of all four finalists. Absolutely. Now she was she, had a, she was a scripted a, line at the end that they gave her that she delivered pretty poorly. That was the shining well, moment. No, the, her, well, no, her big thing. No, I didn't even care about that line. That last line wasn't what got me. Um, I felt her delivery. It was rushed because she was definitely nervous. Mm-hmm. But the content of what she said from the beginning of the promo to the end, to me, was the most convincing and made me. If I were to pick one that I was intrigued by, as far as like the the little story behind from the mm-hmm. promo, yeah. it would have been hers out of the final four. And um, the match again, very basic. She took a suplex and she did a great job selling the suplex. She definitely messed up a bunch of stuff. The drop mm. toe holds. She did this weird like knee in the corner, which the looked a little the, weird. The knee Messy. in the corner looked okay. It was the kicks that were weird. Yeah, she was kidding her with like her, sh- not her shin, like just below her knee. And, well, I think part of it was she was aware of where Alicia Fox's face and extremities were and was trying not to hit those. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're not a sure footed kicker to begin with, that's probably a very difficult thing to do. Right. So she was a little in over her head on that, on that whole sequence. Yeah. I think the knee almost, I think the knee helped it, but the knee wasn't clear that it's like, oh no, she's kneeing, she's choking her out with her knee. Mm-hmm. Didn't she seem the most, didn't Sarah Lee seem the most scared in the ring to you guys? I think she looked the, last, the least confident. Yeah. I thought Zizi looked the least confident. No, I thought Zizi was, in- we'll get there, but I thought yeah. Zizi was incredibly confident. Hmm. Overconfident. That's been my thing about Zizi this whole time. I thought he was overconfident. Like, whatever part of your brain exists to, like, have you fear things for whatever? Like, ZZ just does not have that. First of all, I was just overly um, joyful, jubilant, that they did not have any of the Tough Enough contestants win their matches. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I've been very afraid if ZZ pins Cesaro. They all got their finisher kicked out of as well. Pretty much, yeah. They all got their finishers countered and stuff. Yeah. So... I did find this one. We'll just touch on it real quick. I found it funny. They were about to like announce the winner of the women, and they're like, oh, no, we're going to find out at the end of the show. Oh, I love that. Because that they that committed was to it. They threw up the graphic, and I was going, I was like, wait, no, no, no. This isn't how this should happen. Too yeah. soon. No, I thought it was great. I thought it was great how it happened. I also think it's great. And they went through, it's not the trolling thing I do, but I don't watch it live because it's 5 o'clock here, and I'm, I'm doing things at 5 o'clock. So I watch it at 10 so I scheduled a tweet to happen at around 5.57, where I voted for Sarah Lee and ZZ, and we'll get into why I voted for ZZ in a second. But it happened at 5.57, so I went, oh, wait, my vote for Sarah Lee is not going to count. Because, and I think that was partly to throw off people like me. 
all dozens of us. Because you've been us. telling everybody to do that. All dozen, there are dozens of us. <laughs> yes. Uh, there were a lot of tweets for the show tonight. Yes. Oh, yeah. For the, it, for the first time. I think it was the first time um, Steve mentioned this when we were watching it. It was the first time that we remembered it saying, now trending, tough enough. Mm-hmm. We don't remember that popping up. Maybe in the premiere. Mm-hmm. Possibly in the premiere, but it's the finale. That would be the time it happens. Yeah. That everyone... And you got Cesaro and Alicia Fox wrestling two matches each. Yeah. Let's get into the, the men's side. Uh, ZZ versus Cesaro. ZZ is known as the king of the bayou. And he comes out with the most obscurely large and uncomfortable crocodile head slash skin as a cape. They were... He can't get into the ring with the thing. That was literally the... And they've done a lot of this to him this season. But that was the easiest example of them trying to sabotage him I've ever seen. Oh, you're totally right. And I'm not saying they... I'm not saying they shouldn't be trying to sabotage ZZ. I'm saying that this was the most clear. It was like, no, no, just put that on. It'll be great. Put on that thing that you can't get into the ring, and then you'll put it on the top rope, and then you'll reference it during your promo, but a stage hand will have already taken it away. <laughs> yeah. I need to find a gif of that. That's so funny. He, um, and again, lovable ZZ, full of charisma, which has been what has kept him in this show this entire season. Yeah. He walks out stone-faced, very slow. There's takes forever to get in the ring. Byron Saxon, the ring announcer, has to say on the mic, get in here. That is true. To live show, remember. Well, you got to go <laughs> off the air at 5.59. And he gets cut off in his promo by Cesaro's music. And Cesaro storms in the ring. I'm just like, oh my God, Cesaro's going to kill him. Uh, I was ready for it. And, and then that first uppercut that Cesaro real, real gave him. Real quick, though. They show like a before and after. Oh, God. The he looked identical. Oh. Yeah, it was, it, it, he it was has the it. same. And that's another thing. And, and who, who just said well, that in the chat? Quick, I know Tanner sent a, a tweet not too long ago, a few days ago. Of, it has jo- uh, Josh. It has ZZ walking to Burger King. Yep. Like, I'm like, that's kind of wrong. But, I mean, it's, I mean you got to put it out there, you know? Also, um... An interview you can watch on this very channel. Our very own Brandon got to interview ZZ. Who's Brandon? Brandon K-Fabe. Keller. K-Fabe. <coughs> no, K-Fabe. no, Brandon. That's but, uh, that's who's actually on the interview, guys. I don't know who that is. Brandon, K-Fabe. A guy, Brandon, who interviews for us sometimes, not to be not to be affiliated with the hobo at all. He interviewed ZZ at NXT Brooklyn this weekend, and ZZ said, "Yeah, um, I I did. The, I went to the subway." I walked up and down the subway steps, and I got my cardio in that way. True to Watch wow. the video. He said that. It was also a nine-minute video. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> it's a big city. Uh, I've never been to New York City before. I, he's 19. He's born First off, that's of a July. terrible ZZ impression. I, I thought he was doing an impression of a hobo, of, of Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Brandon is Brandon and hobo are two different people. Okay. So... Uh, Cesaro deadlift freaking ZZ, which just anytime he does that to anyone looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the, the big uppercut he gave <laughs> he ZZ. ZZ <laughs> he threw he be, Oh, what was the time of ZZ's match? It was easily the shortest match. One minute, 50, one minute 51 seconds. Oh. One minute 51 seconds. We had a um, the Tilt the World Slam. We had the uppercuts. He even gave him four swings. <laughs> 
ZZ made a comeback, hit his flat. The flapjack looked good. Yeah. And I and I did. And to ZZ's credit, I love how after he hit it, he went to the crowd, get him in, like, hey, I'm going for my finisher. That was fantastic. That is engaging the crowd. That is exactly what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Cesaro counters it and just wrenches him back with a crossface. Yeah. And he taps immediately. I will honestly say. ZZ looked 300% better than I ever thought he would in this match. He had some great showmanship. Like, but he he had, and I've been saying this, he has the confidence. How he has the confidence, I don't <laughs> actually know. But he has the confidence to straight up walk out there, grab a microphone, have everyone behind him. Of what the insider term I can't say at WWE, but I can say here on Afterbus still, which is over. He was the most over in that room. Like people were the most behind him. He should just work on his cardio. Well, I feel, have, have someone told him should that tell him that, yeah. <laughs> well no, but they I think they're also I, they say cardio a lot, but I don't think he gets it or I don't think he cares. When they mean and Paige said this on a tough talk once, which is you can look however you wanna look. You have to go. Look at Bill Dempsey. Look at Bill DeMott. Look at Vader. Dusty Rhodes. Vader. Those those guys look however they want to look because they eat whatever they want to eat, but their cardio is fine. Vader could go a half hour. Vader was doing moonsaults yeah, like, at 400 freaking pounds. Just, and that... I don't think that got pressed onto him hard enough, slash I don't think he cared. I think I think yeah. as far as ZZ goes, I don't think we ever have to worry about him becoming a professional wrestler again. Oh, no. And I think that's... What about a sports entertainer? Maybe that. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I think that's partly... This is the best thing. If, if they wanted to make money with ZZ, this is the best outcome. Because if he really wants it, he'll go and train. Mm-hmm. He'll go and train and he'll come back. Because he has the people behind him, and if he can train to a level where they would want to see him, he'd be great. He'll never step foot in a wrestling ring. Yeah, ever. I know. I this is he'll he'll be, he just won't bother. He'll get his own reality show on CMT. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> well, let's Maybe, see, CMT is actually trying to get away from that kind of stuff. <laughs> then, but Andy, whatever network goes, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Swamp Andy, the one you on would the think, channel. whatever, whatever network that Doug di- Dynasty is Annie on, Annie or. History or any of those networks that aren't what they say they are. <laughs> well, let, let, let's get into the final match: Cesaro versus Josh. Josh, aka the Yeti, the um, Yeti. Big shock that he went with that name. The Yeti. Um, what was the time of this match? Two minutes thirty-one. Okay. Uh, Miz insulted Josh's look. I wish the trunks were longer, but I liked the entrance. I like the John Snow look. I like the entrance. I don't think they were trunks. They were just... They <laughs> that were, was, those were straight-up undies. Those were straight-up underwear. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, okay. I think they gave him trunks and he didn't like them. What did you guys think of his promo? The promo... He sounded... He was a completely different person. Mm-hmm. His voice was... Who was that guy? I enjoyed that. It wasn't the British brawler from earlier in the season. <laughs> it was, like, all of a sudden... I actually... I, I wrote on my lips... Uh, on my notes, and I'm ashamed to even say it. I wrote in here that... He sounded thuggish. <laughs> no, but that was a little urban. A little urban. A little, urban. And a little ghetto fabulous. Yeah. I like that. I, I think, called him out on it on Tough Talk. So and it's okay. I think I also think that that because also in an interview you can watch here on AfterBuzz TV, he mentioned that he raps. Josh does. Josh raps. 
Yes, um, he was talking with Kathy that yeah. at NXT Brooklyn about it, and uh, he'll be speaking with you tomorrow. I'm I I believe I'm waiting for the exact schedule, but I should be speaking with all four of these people tomorrow. Um, awesome. You're gonna have to ask Josh to rap. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, my, tweet my, at him now and have him prepare one for my tomorrow. only beef with the the Josh promo. It's well, actually two beefs. One, it seemed a little rushed. Two is the fact that he got everybody out of the seat. You know, oh, everybody get up, and everybody was getting up, and he did nothing with it. Yeah, it's like everybody. If it was me, I was waiting for like everybody to get out of the seat. You know, on three, you know, the Yeti call one, two, three. But I was, like he didn't even do anything. That would have been cool if you tried to have them all do the Yeti call yeah. with him. Yes, I mean same way Titus O'Neil does. A, oh, 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 and then everybody does it. How, how was that? How was that? It sounds like you're saying That's arrow, arrow, arrow. <laughs> no. I, I feel was, like my ZZ was better than it that. Was, oh, well. <laughs> it was, your ZZ was a lot better than that. <laughs> but I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Nice. I always bring it back to that whenever somebody, you know, says I can't do an impression. He's on a roll today. He was singing the Brie Mode song on the Total Divas show. You should, he, he is you amped for this finale, y'all. You should watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got dressed up for nothing. Yeah. Hashtag still creepy, George. But anybody can do a Yeti call. I'm calling you guys out. I can't. Okay, do that. I, that was okay. like gargling water. Okay, first off, that's what that, I first off, like. that was a Jetsons card. Okay, so I, I can't do it. It sounded yeti-ish to me. It. What about you, Steve? Give me a yeti. I mine would sound like that. So I'm not try. Well, I want to. I want to hear it. <laughs> See, no, no, can't even. That's the core. That's the vocal. That was cord a yeti croaking. <laughs> that's the vocal cord. It would come from if I could do it. I cannot do it. Uh, so, so this match. Uh, Josh, I love the beginning. He delivered a European uppercut to Cesaro. Yes, which I thought was was funny. Now Cesaro again swung him four times. Josh. Hit his finisher on it, which looked good. Mm. I would. It looked like he forgot to go for it, and it looks like they kind of repeated yeah, the spot. I noticed that too. But Josh should have like ran into the other turnbuckle, did the Yeti call, and ran all the way across the ring. He only mm-hmm. ran about halfway for the splash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then his power slam looked good. Yeah, and he took Cesaro's finisher very well, like a champ, like a like a champ indeed, Christy. Let me just say this, that Cesaro is freaking good. Yes. Is like, he? I had no idea. I mean, we <laughs> all we all these... know just the level of, of how great he is, but man, like, he is good. Like, there's a reason why they got Cesaro for that role. Because he, he, can make, he can make anybody look good. He could wrestle a broom. Actually, next pay-per-view, can he wrestle a broom? <laughs> well, he practically did when he faced CZ. He could put that That was over. a heavy broom. Yeah. He could put that broom over. Like a vacuum. I think we could build up an entire match for Night of Champions. Cesaro versus a broom for the Janitor World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> Done. Of part of Stanford, Connecticut. I'm, I'm running out of stuff. Alright, so all the matches are done. We then get ready to find out our winners. First off come the women. With 64% of the vote. Sarah Lee is our Tough Enough Champion. And Amanda is pissed. Yes, she is. Oh, my God. There was no, like, hug or handshake or even her just clapping. Nothing. (sighs) Holy crap. I loved it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I think that was my favorite part of Amanda all season was her upset that she lost. And then on the men's side, surprisingly, with 70% of the vote... Josh wins, 
and every coach, every <laughs> judge, every producer in the back, they start <laughs> celebrating like yeah. it's freaking New Year's Eve. Do you remember at all last week's percentages? Josh had more than ZZ last no, no, week. Yeah. Like the numbers? I don't. Neither I'm trying to think. in zero. No, my, my, my question was, I wonder how many people that voted for Tanner last week voted for ZZ. I really, really doubt there Tanner was Tanner had in the 20 and then the low 20s saying, last like, week. Yeah, so that, obviously out of the 100 people, let's say Thousand people voted last week. Uh-huh. How many people that voted for Tanner voted this week for ZZ? I want to say zero. Most, mostly none of them. Probably, yeah, yeah, with those kind of numbers. Like if you're not going to vote for if you're going to vote for Tanner instead of ZZ, you're not going to vote for ZZ instead of Josh. That's my, fair. My fear was that people were going to see last week that Josh beat ZZ in the votes, and all the ZZ voting That's fans were going to come back with a vengeance and be like, "Oh, we can't let that happen again." Um, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. Because I have no inside information. All I'm saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first time any of these votes in ten weeks have both ended in zero. Like, that's too... Well, it's only two people. The girls wasn't. The guys was. So if one guy has a zero, the other one has to have a zero. I know, but... I'm what? just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm lost math. No, no. Yeah, no, no. All I'm saying is there. There have been a lot of accusations thrown in the last three or four weeks about vote fixing on behalf of either WWE or USA. Once again, I'm not. I'm so not you're just saying, saying no. because this one happened to be an even seventy percent. That sounds odd to you. Against against the one from Go, they've wanted to not win. That said, WWE has a very proven track record of having v- live votes be legit. So I don't think that's the case. Also, we had Tanner from last week. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but that's a thing because there's been many, there have been many articles in the past three weeks that have been saying this entire show has been designed for Sarah Lee. You must love conspiracy theories. I I clearly, do you love conspiracy yeah. theories. Do that. The WWE obviously wants no part of her. Why would they do that? Why who? Of Sarah Lee. Why would they oh, do yeah. that? What no, would be because, their motivation in that? No, because they've they were able to craft her story for ten weeks, and she to be exactly where she is right now, yeah, oh. and to move her forward, or because otherwise they'd want Chelsea, wouldn't they? Well, I mean that's the thing. I think if they wanted them, they would have had them, which is why I think the votes are legit. I think the voting is legit. I also I think the voting's legit. I just think it's worth mentioning. It's a part of the the overall that story. Others are that questioning we, it. We, it's the it's part of the overall story that we have to tell. Well, okay. there is another story that we do have to tell. I'm excited. The show now tough enough is all wrapped up. However, last week, for those of you that tuned in, and a lot of you do, which you're awesome for that, by the way. Thank you for tuning in all season on iTunes, yes. and YouTube, AfterBuzz TV, SoundCloud. Are we done talking about stuff. the show? Huh? Are we done talking about the show? <laughs> As far as this, as far as the other show, the, the tough enough our show, the, the show that we do. Yeah. So okay, I don't know. I'm just curious. <laughs> I had one more thing to say, but it's okay. Oh well, fine. Say go go real quick. And then we got a video of the show. Okay. So real quick is I truly uh, I'm thankful that Josh won. Um, the fact that I think that out of everybody, he's been the most improved. Because if you remember, and I, that's why I think I like Amanda too. Because remember Amanda. Week one, week two, she was such an afterthought. Yep. Now the fact that not just final two, but now she's saying certain things and doing certain things that it's like, wow, maybe she is kind of a you know a b word. But hey, sometimes that's how people get remembered. Um, I actually and, picked her to win the first. And week. the fact that Josh, I mean, obviously we've seen Josh as far as body wise and just everything in general. It's like now he's 
hopefully he becomes a big player on the main roster. So, mm-hmm. that's and all if I'm anybody to missed Tough Talk, this was the week to try to find some way to watch it. Get your friend's username, whatever you <laughs> need to do. Triple H was all over. He told a great story about Ooh, Sarah Lee. Triple H is still there, You're and right. you, they asked everyone's opinion. Do they think that the results were correct? And it was very juicy. So make sure you that's check juicy. that out. I will. I will also point out, as I've been saying, some of you saw on Twitter that I did vote for ZZ, and here's why. Tough enough as it exists right now, or as it existed when we voted, I feel like it would be a shame for Josh to win, but for Mata, Patrick, Mm. Daria, Chelsea, all of these people to not make it to the Final Four, and then Josh to win. I wanted them to go full ZZ. Hashtag conspiracy theorist Steve. Yeah. That's not a good... Okay. It's a little longer than hashtag creepy George. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're lucky that I am. I am. I am. I But on. so last week, well, now it was about a week and a half or so ago, Christy had an idea. Happens right? every once in a while. And she was just like, hey, I want to see if we can actually try to do some wrestling training. But it's probably a really dumb idea. We <laughs> shouldn't even look at my it. Favorite. I didn't even want to say it. But I didn't want to I'm say it. I'm afraid to ask you guys. You guys really. are going to shoot this down. And but I'm going to say I get big ideas. They shoot them down all the time. And then I simply replied of, let me make a call. So I reached out to the hobo. First of all, I was like, dude, that's a great idea, by the way. We're all yeah. on board for that. <laughs> so I reached out to the hobo and be like, hey, the Tough Enough hosts, the three of you guys... Never really had any type of wrestling experience. Want to experience? Try to go in a ring, see how it is. And Hobo's like, "Yes, let's do it." Yeah, At the championship from wrestling, let's championship wrestling it. from Hollywood Wrestle Center, and we filmed it. And yeah. shout out to James, our awesome engineer here, and Colin Contrary, our friend Colin Contrary. They both filmed it. We edited it together, and I present to you all now. We're going to mute the microphone so you can all just you know enjoy this. If you're just listening on iTunes, you're going to have to go to the YouTube page to watch this as well. But you'll hear it for yourselves right now. Let us present to you Tough Enough After Buzz Edition. What's up, everybody? Christian Rosenberg here, and I'm here with fellow AfterBuzz TV host, wrestling superstar, The Hobo, and we are here at the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood Wrestle Center, where Hobo, you're one of you're one of the trainers here. I am. You are. You you got a lot of aspiring students and some of the best trainers in the world here. You, Rocky Romero, yep. Nigel McGuinness, amongst many others. Quality, quality trainers. I got to tell you something. I had some people give me a call, and they were just like, "I'm hungry." I want to learn. I have what it takes to be tough enough to make it in professional wrestling. I thought, who better to train them than my buddy, the hobo? Fantastic. So there are three of them. You can almost set up like an entire stable with these guys. I think I'm going to be really good at that. All right, now I want to know about you guys. Rosie says you guys are here to, to train and that you're hungry. What's your name? My name is George. That's right, I recognize you. What's your athletic background? Uh, in 2002, I came in second place in a Madden tournament. Have you moved at all, or are you simply like a potato person? Well, I moved my thumbs, and the occasional pinky for the right joystick. Seven roses. What? Uncomfortable. I am a professional athlete. That smell is musk. You. I like your musk. That's weird. (laughs) Christy, right? Yes. What's your athletic background? I can work it out hardcore on the treadmill. You want to punch me, though? Is that what I'm to take from that? I want to ball like a Bella. You should probably edit that out. I want to learn how to do uh, 
a, a 450 splash. It's the one where you go on the top rope and you do a frontward flip into the splash onto your opponent. I think you can do it. I think I can do it too. I know I can do it. Moving on! Steve Coffin! I did Little League when I was probably 8 to 12, and then I was the umpire after that. You argue with the umpire enough that they're just like, screw it, you, ha- you can have my job. What are you excited about learning today? Um, and don't say 450! So not a moonsault either? Body slam. I'm All right. the basics. Look! That's doable. So we've got two people who want to do something that's actually realistic and him. All right, now let's get in the ring. Wipe your feet. Thank you. Still my move. Got it. That's a great way to start right there. Have any of you done tumbling or anything like that? Yes. He's not talking about the social media network. He's not talking about Tumblr. Wait again. This position. So bend the knees a little bit. You're gonna do it after me, but you can watch me do it right first. Okay. You all are in a stunned silence. I'm fairly terrified myself. For your first time out, you kind of landed on your head. Don't know if you felt that. Peterman. The beginning looked good to me. All right, one more time. All right, one side. Or hey. <laughs> this is the first step to a 450, George. <laughs> Pretty much. You do this in a half, and you're there. Hold on. Wait, wait. Are you picking this up with the camera? Scratch down again. Are you wearing long jumps? Is this all one thing? Oh, now he's just trying to show off. Square, when it rolls, makes loud chunking noises like that. A circle makes no noise. You must be a ball. All y'all, right now. Grab this bottom rope like this. It's a front roll in reverse. Okay. Why do you keep posing? 
So don't look so impressed. evolving at this point. Back to the line. You'll want to like try to keep doing it. It's like you feel genuinely excited about all this. Absolutely. I'm trying to be tough enough. Plus, uh, I feel like I'm doing it a lot better than the other two, so that's kind of a motivating factor as well. George is exerting like 85% effort. And I'm giving 120 out there. And my math skills are good. I feel okay right now. You do? Those, those might be famous last words. Okay. You haven't even started bumps yet. It will hurt. There's no way it's not going to hurt. Stop me from getting to oh. Well, you've now fallen, so now to the right. about earning the credibility to talk about the tough enough people and what they do. Oh, shit. You know I've been in the ring a little bit myself. And you're not tough enough. He doesn't think any of you are tough enough. The one I saw with the most potential. Of the three of you, Steve is tough enough. These people, they gave themselves to this, and you didn't. You got no balls. I have no balls? Toughen up, Christian! Oh, crap! <laughs> oh, that never gets easy. Are you happy now? 
Good job, everybody. Guys. <laughs> That's the perfect way to end. Just on you saying guys. That's it. That was it, everybody. First off, let me just say this. Because I have a bone to pick. What do you have a bone to pick How with? was I not the tough enough, man? I mean, I I'm telling you what, the I'm editing back to you. The editing on that video made you look there's like a There's a reason star. why that there's not much of me on that video because I did everything good. Nobody wants to see the good. Everyone wants to see the bad. And number two, what do you mean 85%? <laughs> Effort exerted, 85. By the way, I wanted to point out. Think what you could have done. Lucky, you exerted 100%. You're lucky I didn't even know what exerted means. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to point out, Steve, Steve did help out of this, but that was the first time that myself, Christy, and George have seen that. <laughs> so, um, thank you, Steve. Thank you, James. And thank James you, Colin. The primary editor. Thank for you, Colin, taking for the time her. to film. And of course, thank you, Hobo, for taking the time to train. And of course, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood Wrestle Center. Um, look them up if you want to train if you're out here in the Hollywood area. That was so much fun. And yes. by the way, that was 10 minutes. They were there for about three hours. They had a legit wrestling class. We were not joking around, people. No. And they edited out a lot of my trolling on you guys. <laughs> so I much notice. trolling. I get a lot of trolling. We got that one eye roll, and we just put it in a bunch. That, no, I, I noticed that. Like, that's going to be a gift now. Yes. Of just me rolling my eyes over and over Remind and over. Remind me tomorrow. I'll make it. Done. <laughs> so, that's going to do it for our Tough Enough season, everybody. Thank you all so, so much. Long. Farewell. <laughs> Until the next season. Until the next season, we've had a blast doing this show. We've had a blast talking with you guys about it. Make sure, again, give me a hashtag ABTV. Ask you name the, the competitor that you want a question for because I'm talking to all of them tomorrow. So, in the meantime, however, Steve, how can people reach out to you? People can reach out to me at Steve Kaufman. That's K A U F M A N N. I'm going to make a commitment to you right now. Uh-oh. You need to hold me to. Uh oh. Close to a year from now. I made a commitment personally to this panel, just not on the air, that if Tough Enough is re- returns for, I think it would be the seventh season, I would audition and try to get on the show. We learned today, Tough Enough will be back. That means, especially after watching this video and knowing <laughs> I have a, a, lot of, a lot of ways to go, I think I'd be, I could be Tough Enough. I think everyone needs to hold me to that. Do you think or do you know? I think I know. <laughs> I think I know that I can be tough enough. <laughs> Hashtag Steve is tough enough. Hold me to this when auditions happen. That I said this and I felt this way. So yeah. All right, that, Steve Kaufman, that, that was a long way to plug your Twitter. George! <laughs> Uh, Brian Pacheco, yes, it was a popularity contest apparently because I should have won that tough enough training. <laughs> but you can follow me at George or G. I don't even know my Twitter handle. You can follow me at G Hermosa, G H E R M O Z A. As the road to 400 followers begins, you can always try to stump me. You know, I'm pretty knowledgeable about certain things. I, I beat you today. Even the other day, no, and timing. Even the other day, and and you can even go back and watch it. The Summerson panel. I answered a question before Steve even a- finished the question. Yes. Hashtag stump George. We need to get on this more. Uh, Christy. Well, this has been my favorite show to do ever. You guys are the best panel. This has been so much fun. I want to keep talking to people about WWE, about Total Divas, all of our favorite stuff. Tweet me at Christy Reports. Please follow me on Instagram at Christy Reports also. And check out ChristyReports.com. All right. And you could follow me on Twitter at Will Rosenberg, Instagram at the Will Rosenberg. And buy one of these pretty shirts. I got a couple <laughs> designs on ProWrestlingTees.com slash 
Christian Rosenberg. And again, any questions for any of the Final Four participants tonight, send to send me the questions with hashtag ABTVAsk. The whatever their name was. So I'm going to talk with all of them tomorrow. Make sure you tune in for that. Thank you all so much for this season. For Steve Kaufman, George Ramosa, Christy Olson, I am Christian Rosenberg, and we will see you later. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.